0: Welcome to Res Talk, your source for the latest news, opinions, and training from top building performance, rating, and auditing experts. Here's your host, committed building science enthusiast, and registered professional engineer, Bill Spohn.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Res Talk podcast, where it's our goal to communicate some late breaking news. In this case, it's really late breaking. And thoughtful insights about the broad array of topics and the rapidly expanding world of residential energy ratings. This episode, we're going to speak with Steve Baden and Emma Bennett. They're both staff members, and Steve's actually the executive director at ResNet. He's going to talk about the lay of the land at what should be the best conference that's coming up this year. It's the upcoming annual ResNet conference, which is themed Going Forward Together. So, they'll be talking about things from policy to pedotubes, megatrends to Mardi Gras, and over 100 different conference sessions with 50 different exhibitors in the exhibition hall, plus all the great atmosphere in the local town of New Orleans, which is where the conference venue is this year, to keep you both informed and entertained. There's really a lot of networking opportunities with industry leaders, from the exhibitors, to the colleagues, to people that are attending the different sessions. So really, all the disciplines out there in the building industry should really think about coming together at this annual conference, which is being held February 25th, through 27th in NOLA as we mentioned and the big news here is that the early bird registration is over on January 24th 2019 so do not miss out on that because there's a hundred dollar savings that you are sure to put to better use in the Big Easy. So let's listen up as Steve and Emma tell us about the 2019 ResNet conference. How are you doing today folks?
2: Doing good. Doing great thanks Bill.
1: As we're turning over a new year here, there's been a lot of important things that have been happening in ResNet in the last year plus. Steve, why don't you lay out the background and kind of set the context and how these things will become more pronounced and more visible during the conference time?
3: Yes, uh, this is an exciting time, and it's also a challenging time. In terms of the exciting times, we've just got the numbers of homes that were HERS rated in 2018. And it was a 10,000 more homes HERS rated in 2018 than was done in 2017. And 2017 was a record breaker. So the demand for HERS ratings has still continued to grow and break all records. And that's certainly a good news. The other good news is as a result of the elections that took place in 2018, clean energy is back on the table already, even though they haven't come to session, but the Senate leadership and the House leadership is talking about energy legislation to encourage more clean energy. And uh, Senator Mikowski, the Republican chair of the Senate Energy Committee, stated that building efficiency would be one of the key facets of the uh, Senate agenda. So that's exciting after the last couple of years to see efficiency being back on the policy head. And in addition, the other thing is the 2018 IECC, International Energy Conservation Code, does have a recognized ResNet standards as a compliance method, a calculation method for the energy rating index. So, this is all exciting news. There are some challenges ahead. There are some sort of potential clouds on the horizon in terms of the economy, which affects houses. The first one, and some of the clouds are that we're starting to see some ripples in the economy caused by the uh, trade war, and that affects. A number of things key to the housing industry, including the price of plywood. We're also facing a labor shortage, and that's been hindering some of the growth that's going out there. And then we've been seeing also that the Fed is now starting to rise interest rates, and that's a significant factor in terms of loan qualification to buy a home. So there are those clouds out there. I don't think anyone's seeing in the next year or two as bad as it was in 2008 but there are some clouds and so the theme of this year's conference is let us go forward together and i think it's apropos because what the resnet conference offers is the ability for the industry and other professionals in the building science to take stock of where we are as an industry the growing acceptance and demand for high performance homes but also be aware of what potential drags that are out there in terms of the economy and demand for housing And by us all working together, I think we can come up with opportunities and that's one of the key themes of the conference is explore how we could take advantage of the opportunities to grow the demand for home energy ratings and make the field of high performance homes and energy ratings much more profitable. And then also, what can we come up and prepare for and come up with solutions to as the uncertainties in the housing market manifest itself out? Because I think there are all kinds of opportunities I think we're going to be exploring in the conference to how we can expand the services that readers provide. This is a chance under one roof for one to get plugged into the leading experts in this field and know what the opportunities are and the challenges are for the next few years.
1: And I'm sure a lot of that exploration, brainstorming discussion that occurs both formally and informally, I've seen it happen before my eyes, where people get together on these topics. Do you know, without sort of reciting the agenda, which by the way, the best place to get a hold of the agenda is going to be at the resnet.us website. And I think there's a link right there for the conference, correct? That's correct. Anything? Topics come to mind, any favorite topics that deal with this changing landscape coming up at the conference, or will be more any kind of sessions involving that?
3: The conference's sessions are broken. There's almost 100 sessions. They're broken into what we call megatrends. I'll leave Emma to sort of go into what is the megatrends and what are the sessions within it that address the issues that we were talking about?
1: Sure. Let's hear from Emma.
2: Yeah. So we kind of have four main megatrends. Those four are the latest trends in home energy ratings. The second is updates on energy policy and codes. The third is new technologies and building practices. And the fourth is ResNet updates and initiatives, which just includes what ResNet is working on for this coming year and beyond.
3: And Bill, within the session on programs and stuff, there are a number of sessions dealing with, for instance, what's the new policy landscape look like with the new Congress from experts from the housing industry is what is the good and bad news of the housing market for 2019 and then a couple of others, but disruptive technologies and stuff that's ahead of the time. So that is the umbrella in which those time of sessions fall within.
1: You want to do any name dropping on who's going to be there? We're
3: going to have, on terms of looking at the subsequent year in 2019, in terms of the good news, bad news of the housing industry, we're fortunate to have Clayton Trailer with the Leading Builders of America. This organization represents the 18th largest national production builders. And he has some keen insights of the forces that are currently taking place and the emerging, changing landscape of housing. Got it. Yeah. And in terms of what's going on in Washington, we're also going to be able to have our Washington representative, Carl Chidlow, who will walk us through the changes that's in Congress and some of the initiatives that already has being put out by the new incoming Congress. And then also, what can professionals in the field do to influence this policy discussion?
1: So let's shift gears a little bit. And Emma, tell us kind of more of the venue and other fun things that are going on at the conference, other aspects of it.
2: So we're going to be in New Orleans, which is kind of an infamous party city. And coincidentally, we're going to be there just a few days before Mardi Gras. That falls on March 5th this year we're going to be there right the week before. So parades and everything are already probably starting within the next couple days and they go all the way up until Mardi Gras. So before then, there's going to be just a ton of festivities. We're kind of going to be right in the middle of all that action. Our hotel is located downtown. We have a schedule of parades and everything that are going to be going by the hotel. So our theme is go forward together, but kind of our unofficial motto is work hard, play hard. So we're going to be learning a lot at the building performance conference, but we're also going to be having a lot of fun.
1: The dates of the actual kind of core conference are the 25th through 28th of February. Is that correct?
2: Yes, that's right. And so it's great for friends and family, whoever else you want to bring. You can make a whole vacation out of it, whether you tag on a few days at the beginning of the conference or at the end and want to stay for Mardi Gras.
1: And there's actually things that go on during the weekend, some pre-conference sessions and things like that. They get a little bit more in depth. Is that true?
2: Yeah. So the 23rd, we are partnering with Uncommon Construction. So we're going to actually be having some ResNet staff and everything do a build day with a local nonprofit. They do an apprenticeship program for kids in the New Orleans area to teach them about building homes. And so we're going to be teaching them a little bit about what a home energy rating is and how to become a HERS rater. And then the next day we have a bunch of pre-conference sessions. One that I would like to highlight is the ICC exam. So this is a great opportunity for raters to increase their credentials and do that while they're in New Orleans.
1: Is that something they have to sign up for in advance or what's required of them to kind of integrate with that?
2: Yep. They have to register and that information is all on our website.
1: I'm actually just scanning the conference agenda right now, and man, there's a lot of pages. (laughs) Just like Steve said, it's over 100 sessions plus all the pre-conference activity. So there's really a lot going on. It's going to be hard to believe that someone couldn't find several things of interest heading out to the conference there.
2: Yeah, there's a little bit of something for everyone.
1: So when it comes to registration, you said it's on the website. Is there any urgency? Should people be registering, getting their travel booked now? What's the deal on that?
2: Yes. So our early bird registration ends January 24th. So there's only a couple of days left to register and that means that you will save $100 on your registration. You can register up to the week before the conference and you can register on site but prices do increase. So I definitely recommend saving your $100 and spend that on food and drinks while you're in New Orleans. <laughs> okay.
1: Are you going to specify what kind of food and drinks?
2: <laughs> whatever drink, whatever is the preference, but $100 can go a long ways.
1: <laughs> definitely. What's sort of the target attendance? Like, how busy is this conference? I feel like it's been a very accessible type of camaraderie, but there's a lot of people there from a lot of diverse areas.
2: Yeah. So we generally range between the 700 to 800 attendee count, but it is definitely a wide variety, whether they're builders or raiders, providers, code officials. There's just a lot of great people to network with. So 800 is a lot, but it's a lot of good networking and connections come from those different industries coming together. And 800, although it's a lot, you get to have kind of those smaller classroom sizes because we offer so many sessions. So it creates a lot of intimate networking and discussion.
1: Right. And then there's also the trade show that goes on for a couple, three days, two and a half days of the session.
2: Definitely. Yeah. We're almost sold out of our exhibit hall. We have a few booth spots left if any companies are interested in signing up, but space is definitely filling up. But yeah, that is a great opportunity for customers to network with their suppliers and providers and other exhibitors that attend our conference.
1: And it's not like it's a huge expo, but there's 40, 50, 60 exhibitors there to learn from.
2: Yep. About 50 this year.
1: That's a good chance for quality interactions and spending a little bit more time than just sort of breezing through a whole exhibit, a large exhibit hall.
2: Absolutely. That's
3: been a kind of conscious decision on ResNet. We decided not to be a mega conference because I think one of the most important elements of a conference is networking. I think you gain as much in the conference as the side sessions, receptions, the lunches, the cocktail hours as you do inside. So we create something where it's just not too overwhelmed and overpacked. And keeps its focus. So we're comfortable about the size where we are right now.
1: Going back to some of those mega trends, the new building technologies, any kind of highlights you want to draw out there?
3: Yeah. And so what we're talking about is HVAC because we're in the process of modifying our rating to give credit for the commissioning of HVAC systems. Of course, there's a lot on the indoor air quality. Ashley, you know, to me, I think a real interesting aspect that's been controversial so far is this idea of indoor air quality, which is ASHRAE standard 62.2 versus the international residential code because they are different. And there's been a lot of controversy between that. And this gives a chance then as a point counterpoint on what are the differences and what are the arguments for each method and give people a chance to better understand and weigh in on that issue. Because the IRC is the basis of building codes whereas the ASHRAE 62.2 is recognized as the industry standard for air quality. So that's going to be an important element. And there's a lot of sessions on fresh air dumped along with that and just construction practices with insulation, how to achieve grade one. It's packed with a lot of practical sessions on this area.
1: Yes. And, I've kind of witnessed for over the years of attending the ResNet conferences that I can get into some real fine detail, but it also can be more broad and sweeping too. So again, there's a lot of different sessions. And I would encourage anyone listening and really anyone out there to review the conference agenda. You do a nice job putting it together, A, and B, communicating it out there early enough so people can make these kind of decisions. So go into the ResNet.us website, look up the conference link. That's the best way to get informed on these issues and the topics that you'll be seeing.
3: We also indicate what you said, Bill, is is this going to be an advanced session or more intermediate so people can then decide how deep they want to dive into the subject.
1: Right. The presenters are also referenced there. And I think also the, the neat thing that you do versus a lot of other conferences is you also link back to previous conferences. So it sort of becomes like its own Wikipedia on the topic of home energy ratings. The depth of information is covered. So there's a lot of great detail in the way it's presented on the website.
3: The credit goes to Emma.
1: Good job, Emma. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. Emma, why don't we just kind of like break away and say like, how long you've been doing this for ResNet? When did you get involved with this?
2: Yes. So my first conference, let me think, was 2016. So I have heard about ResNet Conference and I started working with ResNet. Laurel Elam previously was the one who kind of ran the show and she's been such a great mentor and still helps me out with a lot of the event planning process, but I started in 2016. 2017 was my first conference, and then 2018, 2019.
1: The conference was in New Orleans previously, wasn't it, Steve?
3: It was many years ago. It was when the conference was a lot smaller. Matter of fact, that was when our first burst of attendance took place. And it was a wild zoo because we had to Changed meeting rooms because of the attendance of it. So there was a mad scurry of people who have to go upstairs and downstairs as we found rooms for it. That's not going to be a problem this year. We have a hotel that has a much larger facility. So, <laughs> but it was a good time. I was kind of worried having it in New Orleans, so close to Mardi Gras, because I felt, well, there'll be some people in the afternoons and you won't see them again. But what I found is our industry takes the menu very hard is work hard and play hard. Learn what you can, because they were in every sessions. They were packed, but they were also on the streets. So it showed what a dedicated group we have.
1: And it's being held at the Sheraton, is that correct?
3: Yes. Yep.
1: The Sheraton, New Orleans.
3: Yeah, it's on Canal Street, which is one of the big venues for the parades. And it's about, what would you say, Emma, two blocks from Bourbon Street?
2: Yeah, two or three blocks. It's real close. Definitely walking distance.
3: And as Emma said, the parades go right in front of the hotel. Just to let you know, these are not little makeup parades. I mean, these are full, the whole thing that you see about Mardi Gras with floats, with people throwing beads out. And one of the things that Laurel Elam is so most excited about, there's even a parade one day where the people on the floats are dogs. (laughs) Okay. Wow. And they throw out dog biscuits.
1: (laughs) You don't have a session on dogs, do you?
3: No, no. Okay.
2: We should look into that maybe though.
3: Laurel would like that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We covered a lot of topics on the conference here, and that was the intent of this podcast was really to get to people's interest in attending, to hear about the deadlines, to hear about all the things going on, especially the early bird discount and the way the conference is structured in terms of megatrans, which I think is a very wise thing to do. It, it provides sort of this underlying current of a format uh, as people are going through the conference. So kudos to the staff that puts this together.
3: One of the things that we do after each conference is we ask people, why they came to the conference or what was most valuable for them. And I think what I'm pleased with is the top two ratings that we get is one is the networking opportunity, the caliber of people at the conference. And then number two is the content of the conference, the educational sessions. And the fact that over the past 10 years, we've gotten such strong grades on that shows that this is the one place under one roof with one registration, you can capture all of that.
2: Right. And kind of touching on that, I would say a big feedback I heard last year is that one of the only negative real things that I heard was that people had a hard time deciding which sessions to go to each time slot. So it's definitely not an issue of there's not enough content or enough specific topics that people are interested. It's almost that there's too much. But the good thing is, is that we do put the presentations online so people can go back and see the content if they missed a session because they picked one that they preferred more.
1: Or if your company can withstand it, you should consider sending two people and divide and conquer.
3: Absolutely. And that's a conscious decision. I'd rather be criticized of having too many sessions than being criticized. Well, that was a waste of time going there. They didn't have much that I was interested in.
1: Yeah. And of course, they're always, like you said, there is that feedback mechanism. And hey, this year, are you doing the app thing again? You've done that in years past?
2: Yes, we're going to be doing that again.
1: So that allows somebody to kind of plan their schedule, keep track of things, uh, different timing of events, and it's all right there in their smart device, right? Exactly. Yep. Any final thoughts here as we wrap this up?
3: I was going to reiterate it that this is an exciting time. There is some exciting events. There's been a lot, as you'll see from the sessions and the conference, improvements that ResNet has made. There's more improvements we're dedicating ourselves to go towards. And there's two other unique things before I go away that we kind of missed. And that for the first time, we're actually going to have town hall meetings with the ResNet board and with ResNet staff, which will give opportunities for the network to get to know who these people are, and to hear what the plans of the organization is for 2019, and then be able to ask questions. And this is the first time we're trying this, but we want to become as transparent as we can in the organization and take a lot of the mysteries out. And so we're, this is a new attempt that we're making and going that. So again, because of all of this, it would behoove anyone interested in the field of building performance to come to the conference in New Orleans.
1: Do you have a specific target time that the town halls would be held?
3: We're still working right now. That's going to become later. We just finalized the commitments of the speakers. And the next exercise is then is to plot out the times. So there will be announcements that was going out from ResNet on those, but those have not been established yet.
1: Yeah, I've got a lot of work to do It's because there's a lot of things going on, a lot of moving pieces there for everyone. Emma, did you have a closing thought? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was going to say the last thing that I can think of is that if you are attending the ResNet Building Performance Conference to use the hashtag ResNet19, we're going to be able to see and share your social media posts when you use that hashtag. So definitely be sure to follow us and use the hashtag. Great way to build up some hype and promotion.
1: Excellent. I think we've covered a lot of ground here on this topic and really appreciate you coming on the podcast to discuss it. And I'm sure you're going to go right back to work doing more planning and execution for the event. <laughs> you got a lot to do, but that's good. It's great. You folks all put your heart and soul into it. Uh, and that's a position to be envied.
3: We appreciate the opportunity, Bill.
1: Well thank you, Emma. Thank you, Steve, for coming on this edition of the Res Talk Podcast. And we're going to get it out there and share it with people so they can become knowledgeable off this event that's coming up in late February 2019. Thank you everyone for listening today. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Res Talk. And we hope you learned something, especially about the conference that's coming up this year, 2019. So if you're a pro in the building market, you want to surf over to ResNet.us Professional to learn more, or even to join the email list. If you're not a pro, you're a consumer, you just go on over to resnet.us and learn about the whole industry of building energy ratings, of home energy rating systems. I want to close today with a little quote. This quote is from Oliver Wendell Holmes. Many ideas grow better when transplanted into another mind than the one where they sprang up. That's going to be the deal here at the ResNet conference in 2019. Go out there and get an idea inside your head or share the ideas in your head. Thanks a lot for listening. We look forward to having you back next time on the Res Talk Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Res Talk Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Bill Spohn, produced by Brian Orr, and is a production of ResNet, the Residential Energy Services Network. The best way to listen to this podcast is to subscribe on an iPhone using the podcast app or on an Android device by downloading the Stitcher app and searching for Res Talk. If you are willing, a review on iTunes or the podcast app will help others find the show and would be very much appreciated. We look forward to talking again soon on Res
1: Talk.